Today's show is brought to you by Casper.com. Receive $50 towards any mattress purchase at www.caspertrial.com slash treks. We're also sponsored by Gamefly.com. Sign up for a premium free 30-day one game trial specifically for treks listeners at http colon backslash backslash www.gameflyoffer.com slash treks. Did you get that? Treks and the City is brought to you by the Forever Dog Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more original comedy podcasts at foreverdogpodcasts.com. Now that's a URL. And if you like what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe to Treks in the City on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating for God's sakes. Yes. And subscribe to us on Instagram at Treks Fashion. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no one has gone before. What's up, girl? What's uh, up? Veronica Sorio here. Alice Wetterlin here for episode three of uh, Treks in the City. Well, technically 104. Four. I'm sorry, episode four. Episode We're soups confused. Uh, Code of honor. Code of honor. I'm so not excited to talk about this show. Um, this, ep- this episode it, is... This, just the show in general. I'm off board. I'm done. I'm uh, tapping out big time. Four episodes in and she Four has episodes in, I'm out. given up entirely. Um, so we're going to change the whole... Uh, so, uh, yeah, this was a... Um, this is a rough Wildly one. unpopular episode, both from the fans' perspective, from my perspective... The cast. I'm going to say from your perspective and from the cast perspective. My, so Jonathan Frakes uh, referred to this episode as a racist piece of shit. I refer to it as the Trump presidency of TNG. Brent <laughs> Spiner. Um, just a mistake all around. Regarded it as the worst episode we ever did. And an inadvertently racist episode. Inadvertently? It seems deliberately racist. Well, like there can't... <laughs> like they knew it. They knew it at the beginning. So... Uh, Michael Dorn is not in this episode. And also conspicuous lack of Jordy. Yeah, Jordy was around and he was shaving with no visor he for was, some reason and that was like about he, it it's i guess they're implying that he took his it. visor off so he didn't see what was going on <laughs> and he couldn't say anything about it or be a soups offended so i i um yeah i know everybody hated this episode so uh it's it's already a failure in terms of um the, what tng did also it's not in the original series so like we had a whole original series to like get these horrible um imperialistic attitudes out and we Saved it for the 80s the for 80s. some reason. Yes. Um, but the 90s. Oh, for the 90s. And so <laughs> I, well, I know this was, this episode was like written and then it was M- Mel Torme's daughter's idea to make it be a, a, an East African theme. <laughs> so we can blame uh, the godfather of um, 
smooth jazz, I guess, for <laughs> for that, which we were already blaming him for a lot of things. Uh, but still, we're going to get into this we because this is what we're it. doing. We're going Star Trek the, Gen- the Next Generation episode by episode. And I'm already, I'm, I've apologized uh, a lot in my life and I feel like I'm going to do it a lot more. So, episode. <laughs> so um, wel- welcoming our guest today is my honor uh, and it's it's my code of honor that I have to do it anyway. Um, it is, it the, is the 80s. 80s. And it's the 80s. I was there. What right. happened? We were. Th- I know this you episode were was made. You We've were been better in than ours. I was alive during the making of this episode. So I'm like, how did I let this happen? Do you know what I mean? As a anti-racist <laughs> as a, activist. As a probably early a baby. In, I was. Yeah. <laughs> and I started my anti-racist baby. work when I was seven. So this you were is marching. weird. You're hard on yourself. I would Alice. love to welcome our guest today. Uh, you know her from her, her many phenomenal albums. You know her from her other incredible podcast or other. They're great. Their podcast, Dork Forest, and the Jackie and Laurie Show. Please welcome Jackie Cation. Yay, me. Personal I'm here, you guys. Hero. Oh, my God. That's adorable. Uh, my but life. Thank you so much for doing this. Of course. Thank you so much for driving all the way out here. You've been driving yeah. for six hours to Not get just, here from Van It was only 37 minutes. <laughs> it was incredible. great. But wow. uh, I did have to fill my tank with gas, so I suck understand. it. Suck okay. it, people. Wow. Figure out a way to vent Whatever. I'm going that. to do Uncab Let's make it worth so. it. Oh, Uncab. <laughs> nice. All right. <laughs> Uh, I love uh, I love listening to your show, especially Jackie and Lori, um, because uh, you're a comic. I'm a comic, <laughs> but also I listened to your podcast, The Election, when you were watching the results come. No, yes. I told it was oh, weirdly oh comforting. Goodness. Was it? It was weirdly comforting. I mean, I, I listened to it recently. Oh, there, you, that's it. If you, you know, because everyone who listened to it right after it happened, was, they were like, I had to turn it off. Yeah, because it was we were all still in hard. shock. But here's I mean, what I love about it is like the two perspectives from you guys it really illustrates like your how you balance the two of you um on the show your personalities because the results are coming in and Lori is like oh god it's over it's Our all lives over. Are over it's over and jackie's going well you know <laughs> we, uh, it could you know we could never know. we could and then pull out of the and then when he's, it's clear he's winning you're like well there's two candidates and one of them's gotta win and i just was like, like it's so reasonable and and it and it that comforted me so i'm you'd be I'm really a good uh, reporter in like a terrible sitch i think hindenburg. So too, sure a, when the hindenburg <laughs> when i was a baby and the hindenburg first came <laughs> and i was against the hindenburg i was against steve you were anti i was anti you came out early and i came out early i was protesting <laughs> uh, the racism of uh of giant uh, zeppelins right um but speaking of giant racism speaking of racism speaking of racism here's here's a scoop on uh, first of all star trek the next generation i started watching it i was so psyched in 19 obviously 87 yeah uh which i don't remember i mean i spent most of the 80s very drunk so but i enjoyed <laughs> right. i enjoyed the uh, me too because i was a toddler right exactly same as being drunk. same uh, just stumbling around looking like john wayne <laughs> uh so but the uh I loved it so much that when you asked me to do this show, I was like, oh, this will be awesome. And yes. then I was sent the link uh, to Netflix. <laughs> so and I was sorry. like, this one doesn't hold up, you guys. This, is not, not. The, so, this is not a crown jewel. <laughs> Let me be the but first to invite you back we for are, a better episode of say, your choosing. Of <laughs> season three and on, we'll invite you back yeah. to well, discuss. Or season two, we have to See, cover I it. like I mean, Tasha Yar. Two, I genuinely like Tasha Yar. Me too. Tasha Yar is, well, is awesome. I, no spoilers. I want to like Tasha Yar, and then she keeps. You can spoil something from 87. <laughs> she keeps. <laughs> That's my you. thing. I, I debate I have consistently in my <laughs> mind. Because I watched it uh, this 
series in 2012 as a newcomer. Like, okay. I never watched anything except the J.J. Right. Abrams. So spoilers were a big deal, but they were everywhere. It was yeah. a kind and of nightmare. Well, this show, the mission of it is to kind of get bring... Uh, Your introduction, I'm so sorry, to Star Trek <laughs> was the J.J. Abrams Star Wars movies? It was probably... Oh, the a, giant a drill jokes. from the sky? Yes. yes. I'm Sky so drill. sorry. The 2009 uh, Star Trek uh, movie. Getting rid of the Prime Directive? Yeah. I know. Shitting uh, on the Prime Directive. Oh, my God. Uh, I, know, I know. All right. Well, I'm glad that you're at watching least, this. This episode exactly, touches yeah. on the Prime Directive. At least speaks, this part, like... I think, and then, of course, blows it off. Yeah, As exactly. per usual, which is fine. It's, it's but fine. But they tried. But right. in, I think if you're in the, in the middle of making this episode as a writer or director, and they fired the director halfway through making it, so they had to get a new... Like, at what point are you really even trying to keep the Prime Directive intact? You might as well destroy it because this episode is such everything trash is, that you're like, everything is weird out the episode. window. It is a weird episode. Tell but, us what you... Like, what do you think it's, like, weird that you... Here, when it, was the last like, time you watched Star Trek The Next Generation, and why were you, like... a couple uh, of years ago. It was, uh, like, I'll, I'll, like, it... It'll come on like cozy or me TV or yeah. something, and I'll be like, "Oh, yeah, right. right, yeah," and I'll get sucked in and I'll watch it, and and it's great. Usually fine. I'm a big Voyager fan myself, uh, but uh, the right. the crazy thing is, is you watch this, and I try to watch it much like the election. <laughs> I try to watch it with this sort of what did they think they were doing? Yeah, you know, I mean, right? You ever uh, um, to to completely weed off the the movie Doctor Strange mm-hmm. got a lot of guff because uh, the ancient one was played by a woman Tilda. and a white woman, yeah, and not an Asian man, a mm-hmm. tiny Asian man who right. had the power of the worlds. Right. Uh, but and I remember watching it and I was like, I know what they were thinking. They were wrong, yeah, but they but were they, thinking. They had I know. Yeah, they I, were like, I "We're gonna do you. diverse. We're gonna be diverse because right. there are no other women except for his girlfriend. Right. We're gonna add a woman. We're gonna give her a big part. Exactly. It'll be someone with a name." And they also made Wong into something that wasn't like literally in the comic books. Wong, there's almost a gong goes off every time oh, okay. there's a panel. <laughs> it's really ridiculous. It's a lot. It's wow. a lot. It's okay. too much. So I think what they were doing in this episode, they're like. Not enough black actors. We're right. not. We're not booking enough. Uh, div- you know, let's They're get more to black stick people. Stick with a Star Trek like uh, yeah. utopia, diversity yes. kind of thing. And boy, did they fail. You know, and I wonder yes. if like it's a thing where where uh, what's her name the the actress like her name is like Tamara Torme or something. The, not the actress, the writer whose idea it was to make it all on um, East African theme was what mm-hmm. they described it as. I wonder if she is one of those people who's like I've traveled and I think this would be exquisite. And maybe she had like a bunch of artifacts or something. I hope like that. not. I hope she was more sincere than that. And so weird because East Africa's huge, right? I mean, clearly, they're like, we're going to cherry pick uh, from yeah. this Tarzan movie it's from 1928. Very no- and then noble this- savage. It's very <laughs> imperialist. Just, uh, the so they, but they, I mean, they do try, like, I think uh, the original idea is to make this planet, uh, I think the only African-American people specified on the script was uh, his guards. Uh, oh, the guards, not the king? Luton's guards. Uh, okay. And then someone decided to just make it an entire... <laughs> yeah, make everyone... A- the- African kind of like yeah. um, mush. And um, it, it, I think that, yeah, and I think Jackie's right. They were trying to do something mush. good and they made it way worse. Yeah. They because really if there had did. been a, like a, a, a like an ethnic menage men, men, uh, uh, in that group of like background actors, it would have been way be- less like, ah, than it, yeah, than it than is. Yeah, than like a... 
weird defining and appropriating. Also, like they try to like in the script, they talked about uh, a Native American, uh, right? <laughs> the right. Coup, the, na- the, oh, the counting coup, thing. the counting coup, and then Just, they talk about they supposedly the planet was created with a bushido kind of like yeah code of honor, which yeah. is like the samurais, which okay. is why they give them that horse, right? And From also ancient- they do the aikido scene with the fighting, yeah, with Tasha Yar. Oh, and the is that where that all they came were, from? They were trying to like make it like Bushido. Like, you look, you guys have looked into it. It was a reptilian. We were trying to flash I mean, Bushido. Yeah. It was a. It was supposed to be a race of reptilians. Yeah. With a Bushido code of honor, and then they probably were like, "Well, we can't like do reptilian makeup on seventy-five extras." So, so let's just we don't have that African. kind of it. African let's just have them the all next be from Africa, <laughs> um, right? They're all interesting friend, looking, and they're yeah. never on television. Oh and is that sort of a unique? Oh. And then let's just go right go to oh, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go write this episode in the sunken place, and then uh, <laughs> that's what it is. So basically, I I want to I do want to uh, say. In this episode, if you're about to watch it, just take a shot every time. Well, I you think hear they will have watched the word it by honor. The time. Well, maybe just in case, <laughs> if you want to rewatch it. <laughs> if they take a shot every time, they every hear time the word you honor, hear the word honor, or they code should, of and honor. then go to the hospital, and then go to the mm-hmm. hospital because you have alcohol poisoning. They really, literally <laughs> say it every line. If it's you just a, there's have a drinking game, and you know you forget how kind of pushy the it's. Star Trek can be a little just preachy and didactic and, and just kind of pushy sometimes. Yeah. And this is a yeah. particularly really. bad example of it. Yeah, because it's the message is all over the place. You it's don't all really, over the place. There's no takeaway at the end of it. It's just a super confusing. And I think there is so, no takeaway. The, there's so many weird conversations on top of it. Like three lines that are like, then they just cut away to something else. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, what was that? And also. I wish they was a, there was, that vaccine was fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, how about if it had just been about them trying to get a vaccine really from people that fine. didn't want to give them a vaccine. Yeah. Or if they were Ferengi. Yes. Or something where it was going to be like this huge, uh, like negotiation thing. But this, it was like four plots in a row. It was row. four plots. And I think, it, I think part of it was that like a lot, probably some of the writers saw how offensive it was and they were, so they were trying to pile on. <laughs> Let's distract with like, uh, Jordy's shaving just and digging. also, oh right. Data Tasha wants to Yard. be human. Yeah. It's and, all yeah. the, uh, they, they hit on everything. Do you yeah. remember the joke? Oh, oh yeah. Data's the thing joke. about Data's humor, you know, and I wanted to talk to you specifically about that because, <laughs> Uh, because I do stand up. Because you do stand up. Uh. And also, uh, Data is an interesting character from this perspective of like, a lot of people relate Data to people. It, like, he's he's supposed to stand for AI, mm-hmm. but he's also supposed to stand for not, I don't think that it was written this way, but a lot of people who have like Asperger's and on the autism spectrum. Like, like social anxiety and stuff. Social they anxiety. Re- they relate and, to that guy. Yeah. He's, he, like, I've, I've heard accounts of like young, um, autistic viewers really relating to data and be like data kind of nails it um, i understand yeah and so he because yeah because he has a lot of like uh he's and a lot all... of interest and struggles with like interpreting people's emotions right and even if you don't have those things i think you can mm-hmm. relate to when you do have like everybody yeah. has a little bit of that and you're like oh yeah yeah that's that guy yeah or, uh, i'm that guy at least it makes you appreciate like the fact that you do have that power to yeah. like tell a joke or get something mm-hmm. being funny which is always nice about star trek there's always even if the episode sucks like this one i'm like i got there's always friendship there's always nice friendship yeah you can take something away even if they are really not loath to give it but jordy was i mean literally jordy i think that was the only scene right that and one other and Worf was not even there no Worf uh at all 
at all. And I think that I, makes I sense. thought I read he was on something. the bridge the whole time. Right, well, right, Worf right. would have ripped those guys apart. Yeah, he, I mean, he's a, yeah, he's a Klingon, so he knows all about honor, and he would like to have torn their honor a new one. This is a classic early think, Star Trek: The Next Generation, where they eliminate the character that could solve the problem. That's true. If, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Troy is not yeah. in so many episodes because she could just go, "Oh, he's lying," and then yeah, yeah, never. And I think that they also they I genuinely think that they backfired on two cylinders. Here because I think they also <laughs> thought it was a um a, like a feminist episode. Yes. Oh yeah. They're like Tasha Yar, you don't like women. We do. Yeah. And we thought they can do things. And if and if Worf had been there, he would have been a giant hulking dude. Yeah. That, then they would have challenged that guy. Exactly. Yeah. And so. also she's there's so many logical thoughts because like when they're she's all she's do Okay, first of all, the th- first thing I wrote down in the episode Alice is when is like Tasha, choking on her words because really she has so many so things to say. <laughs> uh, when they, when Tasha Yar uh, is like, it, when they're presenting the weird like vaccine sample and then she, he just like goes to give it to them and she's like, hey, don't give it to us so fast. And then like steps in front of them and they're like, calm down Tasha Yar. And she's like, and then just body slams the guy for fucking She's no body reason. slamming yeah. for no reason consistently. It's like, she's like a white cop. Also, it's like really upsetting. <laughs> also it's already that, triggering. That she, case matches nothing on that world and that bothers me the, in terms right. of art. <laughs> Excellent <laughs> point. And the other weird thing is that none of like through parts of the episode they've been thoroughly briefed on their honor and their yeah, lives yeah and then in the other parts of it they're just like literally <laughs> just throwing darts at balloons Grasping. yeah because that thing where you're like no no honor super important to yeah, them yeah. they do this and she's like mm, give me that and <laughs> so it's so weird like you never just grab something where you don't do Obviously, that That's these people the are very diplomat. touchy also yeah. these people like straight up beam up a red carpet so they have their way to do things it's sort of like right. in it's it's sort of i think this is another case where this show is really finding their footing because it's sort of like in the previous episode when they had in sex sex honor sex what's it called uh, Code, uh the naked truth naked truth because it's like it would be solved <laughs> if they had any amount of quarantine procedure at all like, I know. there's just no they'll quarant- just touch each other so i think that if they had a real diplomacy and they do later this, and later season later this later. season one episode three that's what it, we're doing season here. one episode, episode four this will be this is episode because four. episode we had one and skip- two are one oh okay we had another person doing episode three which we will we will record Late at a later date because he rescheduled. Ah, fair enough. Uh, so, so is it a better order. episode? It certainly is. <laughs> it Any is better ep- because something all episodes are better. <laughs> something deep yeah, happens in this back last episode. Yeah, which and everybody's kind of will record later, but you'll you've heard it already. Mm-hmm. Um, which is data listen religiously uh, is fully functional. <laughs> uh, oh, so, that's right. I remember when when we found that that was an early episode, and yet I've always remembered it. Why wouldn't I? Data Why wouldn't I remember and Yar that? have sex. That's everybody. it they forever. Do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rest forever of the they've always they've, they've always had had sex so, it's, uh, and it's the safest sex is there anything safer than having <laughs> no, sex with that's an what android I would, love. I would love to have sex with data no joke i mean i'm not I'm attracted s- to him but it's i'm easy. very attracted it's to him easy it's You're easy he's there he's but he's like never gonna be like a bug up your ass you know what i mean yeah you just get it you want out of the way and, and then say bye he's always kind of like confused about whether or not he's okay i just love it maybe it's like very attracted to that type i have a lot of red flags so okay I um, disagree. Have a I have a clip uh, if you want to pull this up, Brett, at six fourteen, because I I wanted to get into um, their the like I, re- I I would like to hand it to the cast because I feel like they they really phone it in. 
in an effort to kind of like signal to the audience like we don't like this either and this is my very favorite moment of that um which is when they're all sitting around the conference table and they just give them a gift and then this guy they give him a gift that belongs in the met like yeah. they should yeah. not be taking in the museum. They should they not be taking Met. that out. Yeah. Of, it's, it's a, a pig pig I was like, artifact. it's a one of a kind thing from what the eleventh century. <laughs> it's already Ming dynasty now, right? Yeah. It was like, well, you don't know that they didn't just buy it at Cork's store and it's like a replica. <laughs> I hope so. you know. I like mean, you ever go to like the Natural Museum and see the the yeah. dinosaur bones, and you're yeah. like, I remember when I found out that there's not those are not the actual dinosaur bones; yeah. those are replicates. <laughs> I was like. Well, thank God. Yeah. Because they're always this, knocking them over in the movies. It would be not and okay. It wouldn't be okay that yeah. it would completely. But then you find out we have so many dinosaur bones. Just like, honestly, we have, we got to get rid of them somehow. It's just, there's so many, it's insane. Maybe there are a million of those little horses. <laughs> That's true. I mean, they might just be like two for one. Souvenirs. All right. Okay. So, this is, so who are we he, watching? So this is Luton giving a speech and then about what he's going to do with the vaccine. A vaccine which has been found to be an effective antidote against your dreaded Angelese fever. Okay. If you respect our customs, yeah. and we see that respect, Great. we will be friends. And we will make the antidote available <laughs> no, to all who need it. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yep, we've never clapped before, and we're never going to clap again. And now it's we're just a group thing. That's what our culture Why does. It are almost they looks clapping? like it's so weird. It almost looked like Picard was high, and he was just like, "Is this where we clap?" If you that's all there go is. Go to seven oh seven. Also, because so one of the things I looked for in this episode was uh, Lutan's eyebrows and <laughs> so he says he basically is so creepy like he says lieutenant yar yeah and, and he like, raises so an eyebrow a, he has a crucial eyebrow moment at 707 commander Riker. perhaps you and counselor troy would demonstrate would it be possible uh -oh. for lieutenant yar to do so well there he goes that was that that is crazy bill so he um so there are several things at play here that are uh, pretty wrong and a couple of <laughs> a couple of them are so they're trying to be feminist a little bit like yeah our chief of security is a woman and yep. yeah she's like powerful or whatever and she beats that guy in the holodeck and the other and guy can't as a chief security officer should be appropriately pig-headed appropriately <laughs> oh my god and, idiot but sh then later in the episode uh when they are inspecting the weapons and so Jordi and, and data come down to the world and then they expect the right. weapons and data comes back and says um he says i'm gonna get it in a second because <laughs> i have it here under pressure this is huge no pressure this no pressure um he says the weapons are 
And oh, and they're light, made for women to use. What? Right, right. <laughs> I was like, data? No. I know. Right. Also, why is... would that be the first thing that he would think of if he found the weapons are lightweight? Like, like, why would he go there? Maybe that's just the technology. That's like, so not data. Too. I play tennis sometimes, and there's some like rackets that are like graphite, and they're made yeah. to be <laughs> extremely light, and that's just a preference of uh, some guys, professional right. players. Plays tennis. That's I don't know if you know this, but out. ladies can't lift heavy things, <laughs> and, uh, and if we you want know. a stabby and the weirdest <sighs> piece of weaponry ever, was that made for <laughs> ladies? What the hell was I that? That was, that was like, like a, a condor. Weird... It's like a shitty Nintendo power glove. <laughs> <laughs> but With I love a rhinoceros horn prototype. on the end of it. My favorite yeah. part oh. about that is that she opens it up and it's like I kind of think it's a beautiful like I would like that piece of sculpture in my home. And then and she lifts it out and she's like, "No, I get it. I love this." And props is like, "Good. Don't open the other boxes yeah, because no, no, no. we didn't put anything in there." I was it's like, just, "But there are other four boxes. Like, you, yeah. don't you want to check?" Props yeah. definitely did not put anything. They were else. like, "Please, oh please God. don't. There are no other weapons." One has tin foil in it, maybe. <laughs> and there are like three hatches that the guy. I was juggling and it, with and it's a hat <laughs> one's um. a hat um so go i one of my favorite scenes too was the uh the weird holodeck <laughs> the holodeck was so, so bare eight, bone. if you want to go to 825 there's a couple moments in here where oh my uh, goodness so tasha yar is like he's asked to demonstrate this he just did this asked her to demonstrate uh fighting techniques and she's like yeah i'll fucking do it uh, also she's, she's like super turned on by the i can create two even How three but just yeah. one is necessary. She yeah. could create thousands. It's so, right. The stilted, yeah. The the choreography is pretty grim too. It's really bad. Well, it's it's you know it's typical Star Trek fighting oh, choreography. But if you want to press play, I love her peak white feminism imperialist response to his pretty good question. It won't move again until my actions activate it. You can create people. Without a soul? It's not a real person, Lieutenant. Right. It has no life. Wait. Everything it does is controlled by computer. Okay, pause it. Wait a minute. Sorry. How does she fucking know that? <laughs> like, we have whole episodes later in the seasons where, like, we get into the idea of whether or not these characters, like, that are created. Are they plot, real? Do they have souls? Right, do they, they have souls? But she's yeah. just, like, definitively saying right now, well, No, Lutan, you don't know anything. They don't have souls. Like, it's, it's so, earlier. like... I think she's coming from where she was educated, and uh, <laughs> and she true. was told That's that they don't have any souls. And then we have to that's find true. out because it's a huge reveal later. Later seasons, they do. I find guess out that's later. true. They don't think of it, but they're just very so Westworld. It makes me feel there. like they're so cavalier about it here. But I, and she is, is a Westworld but character. This is the beginning of every of everything. I mean, that's even true. even this episode, we're establishing quite a bit. Yeah, we're establishing. And but I, Lieutenant's question is kind of fascinating though, and and it's weird. It that, does yeah yeah that, that it, they we, have transporter technology right their technology is all over the place i yeah, don't understand it why it's sort of half great and half just yeah. obviously <laughs> feather boas i don't know what the hell's <laughs> happening there but um, it's uh but the they do have transporters they then they prefer them apparently uh and then their own. and then if you go to 940 this is the second moment in this uh, this scene that i love Maybe it's like... And then we have to talk about Troy setting her up. Yeah. With the whole, you got the hots for this guy. Yes. Very not... Not cool. Not a good bestie. That's that's girl-on-girl crime. That ain't right. (laughs) Thank you, Lieutenant. How very enlightening. Aikido, vanish. Vanish? 
I don't know why I took I issue with this, but like, that's not the language that you use on the holodeck. <laughs> he's like, hey, so these magical creatures you make have souls. And he's like, uh, it's not magic, asshole. Anyway, vanish. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck is, is that Right, because they always say end yeah. program. End program. program. Yeah. Akito, vanish. I think they found out that later. Go poof. Like, what? <laughs> I just want to say that I really, really want Lutan's outfit. Necklace. I want his necklace. His I want his necklace. turban and his guard. Probably, they sell you, that you don't want his Chinatown. Vest? I'll wear his vest. Well, I want Yarina's outfits are bomb. They all look like Lionel Richie's. Like, uh, they do. Yeah, yeah. She's in a music videos. video. Yeah, she yeah. is. It's his, such a sick his music number video, one. to be honest. And I think that is one thing about this episode that we can take away. Is it like... My goodness. Oof. Her real outfit. nice. I mean... How are we doing her, on... Her pink... Have you uh, been? I need to see that because I didn't time it. Um, her pink fight outfit is... Just fab, and the the, the purple cor- one. The, and the obstacle course that they have to fight on is actually pretty rad. It, I'm like that would be. She gets into the middle rad. of the. Into yeah, it's the, very laser. She tag. gets into the middle yeah. of the ring American immediately, Gladiator. which is what you would do. Yeah. And Tasha Yar is for some reason on the outside. Like obviously, you need to get in the middle. I mean, that's what I was looking <laughs> at right away. I was like, get in the goddamn middle of that. But they're thing. more like poles in there. I yeah. think I would have done the the Yar thing. And they're obviously unstable poles. Oh man, I had a lot to say about the fight scene. So right, and I've said it. Uh, so are we going to pause for a momentary ad break? You know it. Awkwardly? All right. So listen, for you, you guys at home, the listeners of Treks in the City, there is a mattress company, and it is called Casper, and it is offering $50 towards any mattress purchase at its website, which is Casper.com. Oh, <laughs> well, the Casper mattress is an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price it's got just the right sink baby just the right bounce it's made of two technologies latex and foam Mm. latex foam and memory foam sorry pardon me that come together for a life well slept the casper mattress is now the most awarded mattress of the century i'll just say it so what are you waiting for go get one to receive $50 towards any mattress, just go to caspertrial.com backslash tracks. Again, caspertrial.com's, c- nope, caspertrial.com slash tracks wow. is the site for $50 towards any mattress purchase. Track listeners, go there now. We are also sponsored by Gamefly.com. For you, Treks in the City listeners, Gamefly is offering a premium free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out this service. Okay, Gamefly.com has over 8,000 games and movies, including new releases as well as the classic. The classic, just period. Games are available on current generation consoles and all the way back to PS2, GameCube, and of course, Xbox, duh. Instead of buying two, three games a year, you could get an entire year's worth of the Gamefly service and rent as many games as you want. There are no late fees. That's great because I'm always late to everything. And if you like the game you rented, you can keep the game at a heavily discounted rate and Gamefly will send the original game case and manual at no extra charge. What? Games are shipped directly to you, including a pre-addressed envelope for easy returns. No contracts and you can cancel your membership any time. Sign up for a premium free 30-day trial, one game out, specifically for Treks in the City listeners. That means you at GameflyOffer.com slash Treks. Again, that's GameflyOffer.com slash, you know it, Treks. And we're back from that wonderful and we're just advertising. Back. Oh, wow. And those products are great. So I... Uh, 
yeah, I was just talking about the Picard right the Picard Picard Crusher and Picard Crusher sexy moment the that sexy was inadvertently moment. ruined by Wesley. A but classic. Wesley did not mean I mean she she brought it up. She brought it up. And he had a halfy and then uh and then she's like, I want to talk about my son. And he's like, uh, uh, and he's like, what? Oh, what? God damn it. Uh, d- fine. D- d- fine. Uh and this is how Wesley starts to uh get onto the bridge <laughs> for the very first time by ruining Picard's boner. And with the same sweater Which, as before. Yeah. All those yeah, shoulder pads. Right. He just so demonstrates good. in it. I mean, he's wearing he's never gonna get off the ground. I don't know why he's wearing those things. They look like wings. <laughs> they really do. Oh my god. Uh, I wanna point out still with, though, with Picard I, in the bridge, uh the data attacks a French language and I I love that they assume that the French French is dead, but this time of yeah. humanity, which was like another Im- echo of imperialist attitudes. It is imperialist, but I kind of love it because, uh, well, you know, the general attitude of the French <laughs> about yeah. themselves. Oh, it they, is. It is. Yeah, so they sell a lot of weapons. It's They're, a kind of funny. Of <laughs> it's a funny little like. Yeah, it um, is a little jab at him. A little I, jab. There's so little like, humor in Star Trek: The Next Generation that you yeah. have to take it where you can. Yeah, exactly. You're like, no, that was funny. No good. I mean, it's <laughs> like there's there's a, there's very little deliberate humor, but so uh, much done well. But then Excellent. there's like every so time much, they try. Yeah. <laughs> but the background actors alone is its own they comedy are show. A full wacky race the, I, I really appreciated the moment for instance when a uh, when that guy dies because oh her mitten flies goodness. off <laughs> <laughs> and well, the guy gets, gets poisoned or yeah the, the guy just gets poisoned and so he starts dying and then the guy next to him he falls onto him and the guy next to him seems like he's like okay and I just what do I just roll this guy off me or like he, it's like he doesn't know they're filming that's his reaction it's so the this happens are gold did somebody <laughs> spill their soda on me oh Wait did a somebody uh, a mitten flew off yeah 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 alright you're gonna be ge- dead in about five minutes All right, he sorry. dies like so casually yeah, he kinda like, goes what? well I think it does happen so often in their culture that it life just, is cheap to those people <laughs> it really is oh, they have God. a they have a code of honor that extends that to, to nowhere to not caring not caring to yeah their code of honor is uh, they keep using the yeah. word honor and you're like I don't think that word means what you, <laughs> what think, it you think it means I think it means we have a vaccine I that you want right. yeah, and the we're honorable gonna... thing would be to sell it to us <laughs> and tell us how to make it yeah that would be the It'd honorable be very thing. honorable to save yeah. these millions of lives of barely dying horribly <laughs> right moment after moment after mo- I mean it's such a great premise for a TV I show I know for and an episode and every once in a while somebody wanders in and going wow a lot of more a lot more kids are dying in excruciating <laughs> pain just so you all know also yeah. like crusher Pull. describes people dying of this disease as something horrible yeah. like and we don't get to see it we don't get to see <laughs> it's it it's happening off camera apparently. the most interesting part of the episode is just backstage well maybe not... instead of ha- letting them all die of this disease we should just take a bunch of those mittens and throw it at them <laughs> that'll <laughs> so that show they can die a lot more casually right then because nobody seems, will care yeah. seems utterly painless <laughs> yeah, no, nobody, gave, nobody thought a he didn't moment even, for that guy he didn't even know he was uh broken like his skin got like a yeah, well maybe a wear red. a thicker fucking even... vest next yeah. time you come to watch the fight dude yeah. you know and you know that there's poison darts you know, gonna happen you're like oh I'm gonna wear my anti-poison <laughs> armor and then have an antidote if handy. you have a front row seat of which there is only one kind of seat how because... hot was it when Yard jumped on that lady you're like oh are they gonna it do it was anyway yeah. and then they got zorted I away I mean you'd think they might since this dialogue from this entire episode reads like a porn it's pretty porny there and then Troy is constantly like isn't he an, an amazing 
He's very strapping. Look how big he is. And yes. Yar is so like, you want to talk about how she tricked her friend into admitting, into admitting that she's that, got the hots for him? Yeah, or that she was willing to have the hots for him. I mean, the thing is, is you could look at any number of gentlemen and go, yeah, mm, I'd <laughs> if, do that. Yeah, if yeah. asked, if yeah. asked, you're like, well, now that I'm thinking about now it. Now that you pointed you me in that direction. Me. I mean, yeah, 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 he seems sure. handsome enough. I mean, her answer could have been if like, I weren't yeah, in a you committed... know I just fucked Data, right? Right, you know, I get laid every 13 years. And I just had sex <laughs> could i and allow myself she, right no. and she might be in an ongoing relationship with data we don't know that's true that's right and i hope it's also, an open like, one because she digs lutan i still no. don't understand shame why upon you they would yeah, what's add wrong that? with it why would they add that why would they add yeah. the fact that yar had any kind of like why would that be a dialogue in this whole episode how it's did this so add weird. like unless they're this, transitioning her why isn't this like a like this is supposed to be a feminist thing like the two women are fighting they own the line the land or whatever and then it's like it's you got almost, the hot for him it right it looks like they took like, right because they can't just have the land you have the land but the only reason you'll give it up is for dick it's yeah like, and you're like come on it's yeah. like and i'm like been there you know yeah. what i mean uh you had land it's i had land once you know <laughs> you what you i mean and then i got dictatized <laughs> you had land? Hello. i'm sorry oh yeah oh, i took a long time to cultivate that land if we all came with a little well, land got, then i got married I mean, yeah and- quickly divorced I love as we all know I uh I, I I it also doesn't make any sense that Troy had to sell her sell Tasha down the river I don't because understand it. she could have just asked her hey do you well do you like him I mean and just, what yeah between, that could have been perfectly good dialogue you and me I just am interested do you find him attractive because what if you did you know but what the, how that does that help, help the plot well like, because she could uh she could charm him into giving the vaccine oh, like, which is something that, still, that, that that's gotta Craig be against says. the the prime directive well, speaking of the prime directive uh they talk about it so much but they say like Uh, Troy brings it up for the first Mm -hmm. time when she's like, how simply all this uh, this would be without the prime directive. Right, because we like, could just bomb them back into the Stone Age and take the, the vaccine true. from their dying hands. It's true. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, they try to like hammer in that idea at the same time they're hammering uh, yeah. the did, idea of this like of data being human and yeah. and, and it's a, too many plots. So many, it's too many crazy. plots. Wesley wants to be on the bridge. It's like the Geico commercials. It, There's too many things going on at once. <laughs> what, what is it? We nail what it down. What are we doing? It's too many. And then things. at the end of it, they do affect the the. I mean, yes. they save that woman's life, so then then she gets to pick a new dude. I know, and uh, and then he, he's king now. <laughs> and she picks the other guy then, with a scar on the other side. And then Lutan's like, "See, scarred. you have more technology than us, but you're not as good at civilization." And Picard's like, "Yeah, I got to admit it. You're right." Well, he kind of admits it like none of that makes any he's, sense at all. Because where was the civilization among any of their actions? I know. And then this is genuinely a terrible episode. <laughs> I was gonna say it's it's as though they took a basket of premises and all the writers had ideas for like three, and then they just dumped them out on the table and just picked them, and then just incorporated uh, yeah. them like like an exquisite corpse. And no so one was like willing to say no to any anything. Ideas. Like it's right. the Nicolas Cage of writing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just throw everything just, at the window, hoping yep, something. And will that work, and that'll be in there too, because whatever uh, at this point. So I wanted to point out, even though this episode has a lot of different things, I am on this mission of uh, pointing out how Troy gets given a lot of stupid lines because I am a defender. I love Troy because I, l- yeah. of Troy. I am an empath. <laughs> I am very empathetic. <laughs> I know you are. I, I cry yeah. when I see animals. I'm like trying to read the tarot. You will drop your own all. hat. I will say an animal at all. Like that forever dog? See, wait, will, you, I have a, will you cry when you see a uh, If quick, it was a real quick sidebar? Yes. If you see an animal in distress, 
will you help it? I'll just cry and leave. I mean, oh, I have really? things to do. Because I've become, <laughs> I've become the person. Oh, that's perfect. Good to know. I and, won't call you. But I become no, the person if there's like anybody has an animal. Like I'm the person people call. Yeah. And I was at. So the, you, I you'll was, put the dog down? I will. If, if you need it. I've taken a baseball bat and I've crushed a rat that was dying from poisoning. Well, before. that's better than that. Not than, than the slow. So, it is. Yeah, that's, that's why, what, that's why you did was. it. I didn't do it because I was mad at the rat, it was, guys. Vaccine. Right, it was, it was, it was, it was like, some sort like, of weird. Fuck this rat. No, I, I, uh, so I was in the, I was at vaccine Dyke Day hook. yesterday. Uh, and I was walking with my friend mm-hmm. away from the picnic and there was a bunny near what? where people were walking and you know how bunnies are like humans bye this <laughs> bunny was not it was just hanging out sitting there which probably means there's something fucked up and wrong with the bunny and my friend was like we gotta help the bunny what are we gonna do and i was like this is the one instance in which i will not because we are at a lesbian event and there are no more helpful types of people than a bunch of lesbians somebody Sh- is surrounding going to rescue bunny. this and- bunny and as we walked away there was already like a group of lesbians like figuring it out <laughs> so uh, that's as i don't they know why do. I told that Wait story, a minute, as they do. That's weird because what was wrong with the bunny? It was just it was d- just it might have just been domesticated. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, First that's what choice. somebody else pointed out too. But it just seemed like it wasn't like it was asking for. Why help? do I think, think it was emotionally distraught? Maybe it, it looked, had some issues. Well, maybe maybe it, are, it just I lost thought its Maybe job. it was injured. I read Watership Down. Yeah, I know that we. I cr- I'm in. I'm in charge of my own orgasm. I know that. Wait, what happened? We're all in charge my... of our own orgasms. And then Wonder Woman made sure to let that. So know I made a blanket generalization about queer. lesbians that I probably will have to apologize later for. Um, why we don't never you really have on? to apologize it, about everything that, we say in the show. And that isn't the and worst uh, to say that lesbians will help animals. I don't think you're creating I, a stereotype that is a negative. I stereotype. don't think I'm creating the stereotype. I think it's just a true. Okay, well, all right. Well, so I'm going to talk about Troy. <laughs> Please. Why am I sticking on my <laughs> so, guns on? Um, I have no idea. I'm apologizing. <laughs> the one, uh, oh, so Troy, they beam down How much down do you love the, Troy? I love her so much, but they give her such <laughs> fucked lines. Like, yeah. it makes no sense. Most things that she says, I'm like, okay, Troy. And people, <laughs> people hate her, but I think it's the writer's fault for not knowing yeah. what to give this amazing character. They but she's with. almost too powerful. She's, so she's like Superman, where she you're like, too much. You, it's hard to write for Superman because Superman could just fix it. Well, but that's yeah. what men have been saying about women forever. Like, we're all too powerful. And then, so they are like, we but give Troy them for, less lines. I don't know. Now, but what, 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 okay, so what's one of her so, lines? For example, they beam down to the planet and he talks about how honor needs to be, you know, like, da, <laughs> da, da. and he, she's like, uh, one can see the importance of honor here, sir. And it's like, <sighs> yay, Troy. Okay. And it's she, like she's uh, being sarcastic and it's funny. <laughs> Almost like she wow, doesn't really, they really like, love on her. <laughs> time. Later, they're like, uh, you brought me down here as your counselor. Uh, what can I do to you? Is there something? Of, uh, and so they. Oh, she's like looking for work. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, she's looking for work. And he's like, um, well, is there any other alternative like ways to do this? And she's like, uh, with the vaccine. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, no. And that's the end of the conversation. So, like, why did you offer help? And then we find out seven seasons later she could mind rape people. So (laughs) she could have done anything she wanted to. It's true. And then at 33, I don't like to open my mind. There's a, um, there's another, they're like three very, very useless. Like she states the obvious. Uh, I hate that. I hate it so much because they're. Just have you ever crazy. thought about writing a Deanna Troy fan fiction? Thank you. I have, and there's, there's a, an opening at Deanna Deanna Fick Imzadi. dot blogspot. Uh, thirty three twenty four. Yeah, something like that. Let's hear it. Captain, 
I'm your counselor. You brought me with you to Ligon to be of help. Then help me, please. <laughs> what is a way out of this? With the vaccine? Mm-hmm. None. That's it. <laughs> That's, <laughs> it. That's it. Not it? even. He was. Uh, she doesn't even you say. Do you want to touch to my help. collarbone? Oh, what? Look how cool you my collarbones look. Me here to help you. I, that's... And can I do anything for you? No. Okay. Well, it's a real clock eater. This Is thing. Because a... she doesn't do. There's nothing there. It's... it's like okay. Well, that ate up four seconds, <laughs> and we've got another forty-one <laughs> minutes and fifty-six seconds she to write. So let's have Jordy. Uh, uh, did razor. I get the, did, this episode is saying the whole time? Did I get the light? <laughs> that's this episode asks it every four seconds. <laughs> it really does. That should be the name of this episode. Did I get the light? Did I get the light? <laughs> right, I'm going to make a note of that. I really am I'm baffled by this episode. So uh, what are some ways in which you feel like this episode, and this may be a big question, um, <laughs> but this episode is, is. Uh, specifically racist because everyone has said it, oh, and, I, yeah. and there's a lot of... Uh, I mean, I saw it as a, a, a problematic f- episode and a lot of like plot points and characters and dialogue. And there's so clothing much more and than yeah, drums clothing. and yes. crazy weird. The juggling of hatches for no reason. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. So but is there anything that you were like, oh, this specific thing? I'm like, no. Right. And maybe we're not like. Well, I, I believe that the treatment of the noble savage, since it's already a trope, like an, a, a pre-established like racist archetype that we've used so much in. Uh, in they really embraced culture. this. They embraced it, and it's really strange that they did because it's already an established thing. And and Star Trek doesn't generally go like they often go against those types of status quos when with their writing. So it's interesting that they were just like, sure, we're just gonna have this here, and and. And I think that's probably one of the most like standout racist moments. Yeah. And also, I think the portrayal of the like the idea of like when we get into the Aikido honor code and then we apply it to a group of like East African people, it's super racist because it's like we don't actually know like none. Nobody obviously writing this episode knows anything about East African culture or any of the cultures that they're trying to parody, let alone like emulate in any way. So right. we <laughs> like it's just like right, it's they're a cherry pain picking the from at least three different yeah. cultures in this thing. Yes. And not, and we're not talking about the French. Non-dominant. And, uh, well, at least, <laughs> and we ain't talking French. French. I mean, if you count French, that's a whole. Yeah, that's a fourth. And this is yeah. why I feel like a little apologetic because we didn't have a black person come be on this episode with us to talk about like what from their perspective. So <laughs> email me uh, is my plea. Well, thankfully. Uh, there'll be other racist episodes. Oh, you can get other. Uh, that'll be fun for you. As a yeah. Hispanic person, I would say uh, we're like, we were highly influenced by African culture and one of the main problems about uh, African Americans and African South Americans or Central Americans, Americans in general. We see America <laughs> as the Americas and yes, United yeah, States yeah. took that right. for all of, for themselves. America took that? America. Sorry. Uh, well, yeah, we're in the Americas too. Um, so one of the biggest I'll problems Venmo you. with the... Uh, <laughs> thank you. Sorry. <laughs> She'll take that. With the, I'll, t- I'll right? take yeah. Somebody should Venmo somebody Anything right now. You right now. Venmo me. Vero dash Osorio. Um, but African cultures were kidnapped from Africa and then made yeah. into this like general like umbrella thing. Yeah. Because yeah. they they no longer could remember what tribes they came from or, or yeah. where. Right. It like, became what their one country. Is. Right. Yeah. Instead so, of 30 million countries in exactly, the continent. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. So it, this is uh, not helping that by making it like a generic African 
themed uh, outfits and, and everyone yeah. is black in the planet, which uh, and they say clearly this culture has similarities to our um, they're like, Oh, you have similarities to our very ancient history. Very and ancient. it's like, really? Well, so they're saying why ancient? You yeah, know that there's exactly. a, like African tribes like exist now. However, and they have a teleporter. <laughs> they have a teleporter. That, yeah. They have developed this vaccine in this spe- <laughs> so special weird. case. That you can't make, you, you can't dumb make shit. It. Like Dr. Crusher with all of her <laughs> technology cannot make it. And yet we they do have one thing you want. This yeah. planet as like a culture of. Right. This little brother kind of attitude is just like. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it. But I, I think it also has to do with a communication between maybe like uh, casting and wardrobe and like whoever that's is like right. uh, overseeing everything. Because if the casting would have been diverse and that's one department. And then if the if the outfits would have been maybe varied and not African hinting. A little more spacey. Yeah. Just spacey. Yeah. Spacey and Make not a, like We could have been sitting here making of fun of tinfoil outfits. Yes. But we Thank only ha- we only get uh, the the queen. Which Except Yorina, who's yeah. just fab. Which I'm going She's tricked out. Which with I'm going to very... input on the Instagram because that is a crucial like fashion it's, moment from this season oh my that goodness. pink jumpsuit it's so it's not, everything now gem, if you guys gem wanna, is amazing amazing <laughs> now i have a question Arena. for both of you yeah. which is less charged and more <laughs> more positive is there anything about this episode that you like the costumes oh well yeah besides Yurina's like fabulous i mean honestly i love all the like the set design from their their planet i love the costumes from like you know and yeah it is a parody of like uh, some art department was like yeah just look at some african shit and go nuts but then they did and i i'm not hating it like i love that it's you know it's it's weird and different and i love what they're like i like when they they feel unfettered in the costumes department on this show. Yeah. And and that's one of those things. That's, ha- that's something that's happening now. And I really like the set design because it's super lazy, off enterprise, like, but it. a little bit more homey. Like red. Uh, yeah, there's gassy. a lot more red there. What did I you like, like the unrequited love between the soldier guy and Urena. That was I sweet. Did too. That was my favorite part. It that was, was I was like, thing. oh, that guy likes her. Yeah, and uh, I'm I like a simple woman of the people. Sometimes. And then she's like, it's why a, don't you be my first a woman of the people? Like, oh, absolutely, I would love I also, to do that. I also loved that they are establishing uh, more and more that relationship between Jordy and and Data that oh, is going to yes. be forever. Like this is yes. a forever thing yeah. that gets established here. Um, um, same yeah, they're going to be best friends. Yes, yeah. and and they're introducing a little bit Wesley going into the bridge, which is also yeah. a big thing. The Data Jordy moment was key also because it starts to uh, establish the pattern of how Data and Jordy talk with each other, which I talked about in episode two. Yeah, that I love that Jordy refuses to talk to Data like he's a robot. Yeah, like everyone yeah. else talks to Data like, except for weirdly Tasha Yar when he was like, "Do you love?" him and she's like uh of course not data which like why would he know that <laughs> but uh but i really appreciate how jordy's like data all the time like he's like why don't you understand these things and they're just such him. buds and i think that's they roll that's so awesome deep you're together. right yeah, yeah that's a great scene they're, too. Really, like like, they're both like bionic in a way yeah. and they go downstairs to the planet downstairs yeah you know, uh to let's, check let's the do a quick uh check in with data uh jordy's pain level Oh, uh, oh yeah, because Jordy, is- Jordy, as we established in episode one, uh, part two, far point encounter at far point, Jordy is in constant pain. <laughs> Jordy has a visor that gives him a migraine, I guess, all the time. And uh, Crusher asked if there was anything he wanted to do about it, such as two options being painkillers and surgery. And he was like, 
nah. So we now know, and they haven't dealt with this yet, that Jordy is in constant. We won't let I don't remember that. Pain. We won't let I don't. I know nobody remembered it. it, and the writers didn't remember it either. So we like oh, to watch God. from the perspective of Jordy having this conversation <laughs> with Data, and he's shaving. He's shaving with no visor, he's and he's shaving in pain. with no visor, and he's in pain. And he's like, look, man, shaving is a man thing that I got to do. It's an art. It's an art, uh, and you got to give me this because I'm in pain. And my hologram, my hologram, uh, with this, uh, it, it's clearly just like a debilitator, <laughs> like like it's got like a laser, it's, and it's just gonna. It's a sweater shaver. It's gonna. Sh- it's, it's like a nair pointer. It's and, uh, <laughs> I also uh, like about this episode, even though it uh, completely destroyed the feminist yeah. uh, attempts. I would call it shot yeah. itself is in the, the feminist that, foot that Yar is attracted to this man because I feel like in 86 you liked that I did I mean I I did not like the fact that she was horny for him or that this was like a or she was tro- set up Troy, yeah, yeah I did that uh, and I don't think that was a part like it should have been a part of this episode at all but since it was, it was. there I like the fact that they openly talk about uh, interracial like attraction as if yeah. it's a, as a completely natural thing. Like, I duh, feel you like, like him, but he's I feel a like man. there was some shade thrown that way too. Like, I feel like since we've established that this is another culture, we're talking about it as though like, oh, like I don't know. Oh, like, you like the savage? Like, it, like I, I'm always contextualizing. It like, yeah, if it was like just say like a bunch of, uh, you know, humanoid type people, like whatever that like Odo is or whatever like that if there was would be the same weirdness about oh, it like are you attracted well, to him well remember would later I don't know. Um, it was like Deanna Troy's mom is constantly hitting on the Ferengi guy that's true and um, and that was a true it <laughs> felt <the> Ferengi more, guy <laughs> she, you know because they always wanted their ears touched yes and uh, Luxana knows how to do it she does it's she does, uh, there's really a um, it's I mean, also doesn't Rom seem like it takes that much to be good at it's it it's a rules of acquisition ears. it's like really and, uh, easy to make a Ferengi come and like Rom touch their ears it's quark's like brother seconds. rom ma- marries a bajoran who's uh-huh. like uh that's a whole yeah a whole thing so it could happen i mean it's more normal good earrings but in yeah she's it <laughs> but in 86 where this episode was maybe like uh, but I, but, but like, my um, other point was like we we've established interracial um romance in the original series like that was the true. groundbreaking move the original series made <laughs> no reason to which is i think uh, what they were trying to do but they just like uh failed there's no reason to break that ground <laughs> right, again they, is what they, i'm saying they, they were and I think you should missing yeah. on all cylinders. On yeah. all cylinders. I'm just wondering if they if they, they treated tried. it as though that that ground had already been broken or not. And I don't know if they did. And right. I would... well, they repeat their ground. Yeah, you know, over and over and over again. Where... Over. And it's too. <laughs> it's it's it, too bad, over. but it's fine. Even Picard says like, "Well, we're not." Why am I like lecturing you about something that? Oh, I'm we a all bossy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he just which like, maybe he just like, forgot his lines, and he's like, anyway, I'm talking too much. Anyway, I'm <laughs> talking about things. To which is what else. I would have done if I was on this. Episode and then Troy an said, "You get to. You're the captain." He was like, "Don't, don't just pander." Yeah. The I wanted to say also about the. Actually, I forgot what I was gonna say. Perfect. I like. How are we doing on time? I like how they just perfect. Yes. They leave Wesley in ops. I mean, it <laughs> kind of is not justified at all that there's <laughs> no, no, a, he's like 15 or something. Yeah. But he's I mean, a this prodigy. Is a real... <laughs> and they but don't this... know what he could do. Maybe they're hoping he'll blow up the ship because they're just like, this is going so poorly <laughs> in terms of everything's fucked up. Uh, Tasha Yar started this episode by body slamming this guy we need a vaccine from. Maybe yeah. maybe he'll make a Hail Mary pass and try to get us into another dimension and then just like blow us up. 
Right. I will say something about uh, this episode in terms of someone who watched it in order for the first time ever. In case you're listening and and in doing case that you're at same. home right now, you're, you're feeling lonely and watching on your own. Yes, I will say when I watched uh, season one in order, every episode surprised me a lot like there was at least something that i was like damn Shocked. they treated uh this like a uh, moral conflict or they treated this like a right. dilemma that i've never seen before no. and this is me in 2012 like watching television when i'm i'm a fan of tv i'm yeah. a fan of sci-fi and i was still like very surprised yeah, by different. the early episodes in season one now if you see it from the perspective of someone who's seen every episode and then look back you're like oh right yeah, right it does but not hold up. as a as a first time uh view yeah, i was yeah, like a little bit. well i've never seen a sci-fi like that like right. i was watching especially if you've never seen original series i'll say exactly i was yeah. watching uh captain america the first one when he's like first skinny avenger. and then he becomes yeah. the first the avenger ins- most insane cgi ever it was used. so crazy and i was like well you know i kind of prefer for this one then that that weird cgi like the the screen screens were so obvious like uh chris evans is supposed to be the skinny like what guy from brooklyn or you know what she's referring to the strange cgi in the beginning of yeah to make him little yeah he's little and they just photoshop his head how about just don't have chris evans work out so much yeah and then when he becomes big i'm like i can't stop seeing you like the little guy i mean that all made less sense and bored me way more it's very boring than right. this episode right. or like some other bad episode. Yeah, so it's show. like they're 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 not knocking it out of the park or and they're not even bunting or uh or, or my baseball metaphors. Um they are Bringing striking out so hard uh <laughs> on real softballs, but they at least are out there at the plate, right? They're, they're at least out, at the plate. They're out there They're and certainly at the plate. Yeah, they're, they're certainly they're at the trying. plate. Where they're, I think a movie like a big budget like Captain America isn't even at the plate. It's on the bench. Do that. Yeah. It's on the bench. And we know that this is gonna pay off. Like this uh this like uh, trial and That's error. That's true. This episode is, is so off. shitty. Like that that I think honestly, this episode is so shitty that it actually created work that they needed to to do later yeah, on. Were, like, like we had in real. Like, I think that maybe if I can uh, speculate, there probably were some conversations after they made this episode on the with like the the some of the writers ugh. and the cast definitely to, to say there. like, hey, this is not okay. We can't portray cultures that exist on Earth like this uh, with such a g- weird, gross racism and. You know, we can't treat women characters this way. So and let's yet they talk do again. This. When as you go okay, through each of these do. episodes, it, it what'll happen? You'll be like, "Hey, you just hit me in that place that you hit me before." Yeah, they That's, try. I got a bruise there. They so fail, and, but yeah. thankfully, like they're but, it, but they're trying. They're, they're trying, trying, and they get. I think they get better because they definitely of this. get better. Especially because I It'd think be hard not to the mm, cast members. Listen, one oh four. If you're hired as an actor to work in this new show, and you don't know yeah. if it's gonna fail or not, yeah, and episode four you get handed a script and you're like vocal yeah and you say oh this sucks mm-hmm. yeah that is rare right. like nowadays i feel like most actors are afraid of losing their jobs that's true and this Not cast always specifically, always yeah I, uh bamford told me that she uh went out on this thing and she had to say the dumbest yeah like she was the the ditziest i, I think they parodied it in lady dynamite on netflix Maybe. and um she mentioned something to they were like she said about the script that it was sexist and weird yeah weird. and uh she was immediately fired. <gasps> oh she my was God. like a 
uh, within moments. <laughs> really? Yeah. Within moments. Yeah. That's insane. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. And, that's, and that is the environment we work in now, whereas back in the day when a, a show like TNG was made, first of all, they bought 28 episodes at a time. Beautiful. So getting written off of a show like that, <laughs> if you're a core member, a cast member, it wasn't as easy as a, you know, you're just fired now. And uh, Right, and, if you're part of the ensemble cast. Yeah, yeah. you're part of the it ensemble could happen. cast. I mean, I mean, it, it could happen. And, it but could they happen. all, like, everyone... And like, it did happen with Dr. Crusher. Up, yeah. And they all talked about it. They were like, right. I do not like this. Right. Even though they were very new to this whole process. Right. Like, they, of course, they became Did they a discuss it then? Uh, yeah. They all said that they were not. Yeah, happy they about all it. weighed yeah. in on it then. Okay. During then? The time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which that's I think amazing. Is, I think that's great. And I think that speaks to what kind of show this ends up being for it as a it's whole. It's because of them. I mean, yeah. I, I believe. Uh, I think it's that's largely because of the cast. I think that's also yeah. why t- the TNG cast is so um, lauded and like respected in the in the fandom universe. Yeah. So they are uh, gentlemen and they are gentlemen and gentlewomen, and they have their own. When you're done with all of this, are you guys going to watch every episode? Sort of charmed. I'll come back on that. One. I mean, I love charmed. I'm charmed? gonna go back to that Buffy gives us probably. a lot of ideas. Oh, you're gonna go back to there are well, so watched, many Buffy podcasts. I already and there's not Buffy. a charmed one. Well, maybe charmed we'll could be. This. Yeah, maybe like witches. When, <laughs> I love charmed. When Lori finally leaves your side, anything witches. <laughs> yes, <laughs> maybe you and I could talk about. Doing you guys a are negotiating podcast. a podcast in front of me. I understand like, that, but you said I you weren't interested. I mean, uh, I didn't listen. say that. I just, I just mentioned Buffy. Right, right, Buffy. Sure. Anything magical? I mean, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Right. Listeners at home, or just the movie Practical Magic. Who knows? Who I, know. I love knows. that movie. Actually. I just saw it for the first time. It I'm was sorry. excellent. I loved it. <laughs> okay, well, maybe you guys should do a podcast. <laughs> How about I have two podcasts? I'm How about good. you? Okay. <laughs> How about I have so many? How about I have many irons? How about I need, you just did our I podcast? Need, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> well, with right. that, I think so, uh, we've concluded. Uh, I think we've concluded. Episode any last four, thoughts? Any last thoughts? Yeah, from, I, from I this think... episode. From this episode, no, I think it's uh, it's uh, there's better things to come, you guys. Better things to keep, keep keep at it, slog it keep out. Keep at it. Yeah, you and can do it. I recommend do it in order. I enjoyed it so much. I did. You enjoy how they got better. And we, oh my goodness, we enjoyed you, get you to so watch much, it. listeners. Uh, and uh, Jackie, thank you for being thank part of here. So Anything much. coming up for you? Sure. Where can we see Jackie? Well, you can go to JackieKishan.com or FamilyPetAncestry.com, which was the joke <laughs> name that I bought and then pointed it at JackieKishan.com. <laughs> FamilyPetAncestry.com. Phenomenal. Just in Amazing. case you want to know if your cat came over on the Mayflower. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but the... Uh, yeah, and I'm at Jackie Cation on all the things, oh, and thanks. I think you said this was going to go out mid-August, yeah. and so I am, I believe, opening for Maria Bamford mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania and New York, and, uh, and, then, and then I'll be in New York in September as well. Uh, doing your own thing. Doing my own thing. You should do stand-up. I... Ooh, there's an what? idea. Yeah, you're so good. With the talking. You do stand-up. I got a joke hole. Let's do this. <laughs> all right, thanks a lot. Thank you, guys. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com. 